0: We are going to talk about the amount of pupils being taken out of schools uh, for holiday purposes but first I'd like to get your uh, thoughts on the latest developments as it relates to firefighters and we understand that strike action has been suspended for 24 hours and it's to allow for talks today at the Labour Court you uh, voted against the government last week as many of our listeners will know as it relates to a counter motion your thoughts on those uh, developments this morning Deputy McHugh
1: well, I think I think it's a positive step. Uh, it doesn't necessarily necessarily solve the problem, but uh, I was reading some of the comments from Suptu, and in fairness, they're they're prepared to sit down. They're prepared to look at look at uh, potential solutions and try to avert further uh, strike action. And look, as I said publicly on this radio station uh, last week, no fire service uh, member wants to be on strike, and I think this is uh, a good a good sign, but. It, In saying that, it still highlights that there's a a massive, massive problem here, and and it's not just down to pay, uh, it is down to people being able to take leave, to be able to take uh, leave at short notice, to take leave even at uh, medium to long-term notice and plan holidays and plan family time and all that. So it is, it's a massive, massive issue. But look, it's a positive step today. And uh, last week, I, I used the opportunity to use my vote in the way I did, because I'm not a member of the Fine Gale Parliamentary Party anymore. Uh, I don't have an opportunity to raise these issues at the Parliamentary Party meeting, so I felt it was such a serious issue that I felt this was the only uh, device available to me to, to bring attention to this issue, and I, I'm glad now that at least they're talking.
0: And if this intervention didn't happen today, you know, there were warnings that people may have started resigning from today and of course we know that the strike action would have escalated from tomorrow with stations closing right across the country. It Would have come to that, Deputy MQ, do you think, if this, if this intervention didn't happen?
1: I, th- I think it was. I think it, it was going to um, continue if, if there wasn't a, a serious intervention so I, I do want to acknowledge the fact that, that Daryl O'Brien has been uh, uh part of this um pathway. So I think I think if it wasn't um taken as serious as as it is now, uh I think I think we would have been looking at uh, potential resignations and the very real impact of that uh, would have been that stations with uh, very low numbers and know the likes of Killebeg's, I think it's either five or six in Killebeg's, four in Fulkara, even to, to lose one and uh, those very lowly depleted stations, in terms of personnel, uh, would have um, put them in a in a very perilous position if even they would have had the cover. So, so I think what what needs to happen here is we need to find a solution for for this current short term problem. But I do believe uh, that there's a wider debate needed in relation to fire service cover uh, nationally and and the type of uh, system we have because we've got a. Hundred, a basically a 100-year-old uh, model uh, and I think when you look at the, the ambulance service is a national service and most services, even the Coast Guard service is a national service, maybe now is the time to even widen out the debate to see if, if this current model is, is fit for purpose.
0: You'd, you'd have to imagine that while this is a first step this morning, it'll take a long time uh, to boost morale within the force again.
1: I think so. Look, I I think fire service crew uh, are the front line. You know, they work in tandem with with the Gardaí and and those uh, terrible scenarios, uh, life and death scenarios. And the deal deal with with trauma, the deal with uh, the initial impact of those tragedies, um, it's no different to Sligo and Leitrim in Donegal. We've had a fair uh, share of tragedies and they are there at the front line. They want to be fire service uh, members. They want mm-hmm. they they want to participate. They want to contribute. They, they do want to stay. The the, the the personnel that I've met and talked to on the picket line, and even over the years, and even some retired personnel, they still want to be there. They they're dedicated to it. They have that dedication. Uh, but when when something when something becomes uh, untenable in terms of trying to get that. Balance between family life and and uh, and also this part-time job. We have to remember most fire service uh, crews have uh, uh, personnel have other jobs as well. So trying to get that if that balance isn't there. That that's when we're that's where when the service is in a difficult position. So I think there's a very very uh, big opportunity now for a real debate into the future of of the service.
0: Okay, thanks for that comment, Deputy McHugh. We'll move on now, and from um, a former education uh, minister's perspective, the number of pupils taken out of school for holidays has soared since COVID. It's been happening now for the last while, and principals have raised concerns as it relates to the high number of students being taken out by parents to go on holidays during the school term. It's quite a complex issue, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think it is. And look, the first thing that that needs to be said in this this issue, and obviously teachers and principals and parents would be, uh, would be on the same page. Look, it shouldn't be encouraged, but there are circumstances where um, parents, due to maybe their own working conditions, also due to the fact that uh, price is an issue in terms of holidays, that sometimes. Uh, there is. Parents feel that they they've no other choice. So so we have to acknowledge that. And I think the only way um, we can we can find solutions and find alternative ways on this issue is, is to acknowledge the problem in the first instance. And there's a there's a number of forums uh, within the department. There's there's a the primary forum where the uh, all the stakeholders get a chance to sit around sit around the table. And I think an issue such as this is an issue that may have been debated uh, over the last. Couple of years, I wouldn't be aware of that. But if, if it hasn't, I think it it should be. But also during COVID, I set up a, a secondary forum. We also have the, uh, the the representative student voice at that table as well. So so I think I think there is a maturity within these different stakeholders to have this conversation. It's not a it's not an easy uh, situation because I know the, the Child and Family Agency are very very clear in, in not encouraging it. Uh, mm-hmm. But at the same time. Um, we We look at the world of work, and I think this is this is a bit that we have to uh, be uh, very very conscious of The world of work has changed, and parents' own uh, work patterns has changed so I think we have to ensure that we have that wider debate that that also involves uh teachers as well as to how things have changed and let 's see let 's see exactly what 's happening within the workplace let 's see what 's happening in terms of time pressures and I know there's hybrid models and we look back to covid when parents were under pressure they were trying to work from the kitchen table they were trying to do lesson plans from the kitchen table and it was a stressful enough 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 time in itself but we we should reflect on all of what went on we should look at the different online practices that some schools used a lot of schools were very very creative in the online uh, platforms that they pr- provided and I think for students that do go on holiday uh, with their parents it's imp- important that the owners shouldn't be on the teachers for uh, f- for those students to catch up it should be on the parents and the only way the parents can help uh, those students to catch up is to be uh, informed of, of what lesson plans were missed mm-hmm. uh, and obviously to be to be in the know in terms of where where, where these students can can catch up once they come back
0: but it is, you'd have to agree, Deputy, like unfair on principals who may have to, you know, report these instances of absence to the likes of Tusla. It, it, they're at a crossroads, really, because I'm sure they don't want to, to be, you know, contacting Tusla when they know that pupils are just on holidays, etc.
1: No, I think I think the teaching staff have enough going on and that they're in a, in a busy period as well uh, in terms of end, making sure end-of-year curriculum's covered, making sure... Uh, different exams are taken care of, and there's a lot of admin work from a principal point of view as well within the teaching system. So they don't need this added uh, burden of, of, of definitely not not reporting. But there is a system in place of if a child misses twenty years, that automatic uh, measures kick in. But one one thing, and definitely within the primary sector, that have really really uh, looked at over you know over the last number of years during during the crisis. A lot of uh, family home uh, school liaison officers, uh, a lot of those funding mechanisms were taken away. And it's good to see now that both in secondary and primary that a lot of those posts are coming back. So it's important that the school has a link with homes uh, and if there has to be interventions and information uh, that may help the families prior to those twenty twenty days elapsing that that's really really important but look this is a it's an issue that uh, comes around uh, every year it's an issue I think that needs to be looked at and and I think the the best way of, of looking at this issue is is to see you know to listen to all the stakeholders and to see where where the pressures are I mean obviously there's pressures on schools pressures mm-hmm. on teachers if there's children in the classroom that miss out on curriculum content and and then there's that Vacuum and uh, that that gap for some students, and that can have further impact on the, stu- the students that don't go on holiday. So, I think this is this is something that that needs to be looked at. But I, I don't think the the onus should be completely on on the teachers mm-hmm. to help uh, bri- bridge that gap. I think I think if the information is what the parents is plenty uh, responsible parents. Uh, that will 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 ha- once they have access to information or maybe lesson plans or uh, homework that was was missed or uh, part of the curriculum that was covered in school uh, that they need they need they need to ensure that they they have that information
0: and like I can see it from a parent's point of view as well like you know school or summer holiday summer holidays and trips away during those times like during the summer and easter are so expensive compared to off peak you know i can see why parents would opt and in and in, we're in a cost of living crisis to maybe go on holidays when it's you know when the cost is astronomically less than it would be during you know june july and august you know you can see it from that point of view as well
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, cost cost of living has been the uh, number one item on the agenda this last uh, 9 to 12 months. And that, that that is an issue, and and parents are under pressure uh, from energy costs to uh, grocery bills increasing, and they they do look at, look at that issue. Um, the thing, you know, if, if you look across what's happened in the UK, we we, we should look at the the, the different mistakes they've made in relation to this issue. They introduced fines mm-hmm. up to twenty thirteen, and I think in one particular year they they issued a, a, nearly a quarter of a million fines. I don't believe that's the way to go. Um, I also uh, look at what the UK have tried to do, and I don't know how it's it's developed. But they they introduced um, uh, as part of a, a bank holiday weekend to have a, a mid-term break uh, extended to facilitate uh, the low peak costs of holidays. I don't think that has worked out uh, completely as, as successfully as they as they wanted to to do in in the first instance. So so I think uh, we can look at. at some of the practice by different countries, but I think this goes back to my, my initial point and my main point here today is: uh, if this issue is causing disruption for schools, it is causing disruption for the education of all the students. I think it it needs to be looked at, and I think it's it's an issue that uh, that that should be put on the agenda. And there's plenty mechanisms within the Department of Education to 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 have that mature, uh, clear, uh, and open conversation around right around this issue.